0: Like the baker said to the bagel, you may be seated. (laughs) One Sunday afternoon, a family invited various friends to join them for Sunday dinner. At the table, the lady of the house turned to her six-year-old daughter and said, honey, would you like to say the blessing? The little girl replied, mommy, I I don't know what to say. Her mother replied, just say what you hear mommy say. Little girl obediently bowed her head and closed her eyes and said, dear Lord, why on earth did I invite all of these people to dinner? (laughs) Amen. (laughs) (laughs) At this season of Thanksgiving, it is important to remember the importance that food plays in our lives. Besides its nutritional values, food consumption Especially when shared with others, offers many psychological, emotional, and social benefits. Sadly, for many families, mealtime has been lost in overscheduled lives. School, work, extracurricular activities can make it difficult to find time to eat together as a family. And some go days or weeks or even longer without sharing a meal with loved ones. In addition, too many meals are consumed on the run. For many families it will be much easier and simpler to forget about family dinners which are viewed as another burdensome chore at the end of a tiring day. However, family meals are important and should be considered part of our daily requirements. These special gatherings provide an opportunity for family members to come together to strengthen ties and to build better relationships. They build a sense of belonging which leads to better self-esteem. Family meals offer parents a chance to be role models. They can set an example of healthy eating and polite table manners. As a matter of fact, researchers have found that families who share meals together on a regular basis, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, reap many, many benefits. A Harvard study recently found that families who eat together are twice as likely to eat their five servings of fruits and vegetables as families who don't eat together. Kids who eat family meals tend to become less picky eaters. Family meals can build a sense of belonging, which leads to higher self-esteem. Family meals offer parents a chance, again, to be role models. Research shows that people tend to eat less during family meals because they eat more slowly and they talk more. Research also indicates that kids who eat family meals have a lower chance of engaging in high-risk behaviors, such as substance abuse, violence, and they exhibit fewer psychological issues. Thankfully, more and more parents are now realizing the importance of shared family time at a dinner table. Often, this is the only available time when all family members are all together in one place. Dinner time is an opportunity for respite from hustle and bustle of everyday life. As importantly, by dividing the tasks of preparing and cleaning up, children and adults learn to appreciate distribution of labor. In addition, in families that offer grace before or after a meal, a sense of spirituality can serve as a dessert of sorts. As it happened in the following short story, everyone was seated around the table at grandma's house as the food was being served. When Lord Johnny received his plate, he started eating right away. His mother reminded him, Johnny, wait until we say our prayer. I don't have to, the little boy said. Of course you do, his mother insisted. We say a prayer before eating at our house. That's our house, he says, but this is grandma's house and she knows how to cook. <laughs> Sharing meals has always been a very important part of family and, and community life. Our planned luncheon after the service today serves as an example of how critical it is for family and community to share food. In the Bible, having a meal together is often referred to as breaking bread. In the Jewish tradition, at the beginning of a family meal, a special blessing is recited before partaking of the bread. The the blessing basically thanks the good Lord for bringing out bread from the earth. Now one might ask, how do we understand the phrase, we thank you God for bringing our bread from the earth? Surely God does not do that. (coughs) Otherwise we would all find breads and bagels and English muffins all over our backyard. The explanation is this. Today most of us walk into a bakery to buy bread and other baked products. In ancient times the process a bit more complicated. Everywhere in antiquity and in much of the world still today Farmers first plough the earth by animal-drawn implements that are hard to use, then they sow the seed by hand. Thereafter, they anxiously wait and pray for rain, without which there are no crops in the coming spring. And even if the rain does grow and ripen, there is still the hard task of reaping it and sorting it so that inedible matter is removed. The grain must then be extracted from the husk by threshing then it is winnowed, that is tossed into the air with a pitchfork, so that lightweight coverings of the kernels called chaff are blown away, leaving only the heavier kernels themselves that can be finely ground into flour. The flour is now sifted, again to separate out any foreign matter, then mixed with liquid and kneaded into dough. Only then can baking occur. Thus, even though humans recognize the effort in making bread, we realize without the biology required to turn the seed into plant no bread would be possible thus we acknowledge that the science of seed to plant comes from God this provides a moral lesson against taking the bread we eat for granted a lesson we can impart to our children to others and remind ourselves as well thus having family meals can become terrific teachable moments points in space and time where we can appreciate the very fact that we have a meal to share. A meal that too many poverty-stricken people may never have the opportunity to enjoy. At times, we seem to forget those who live from meal to meal or meal to no meal. Gathering for our annual Thanksgiving feasts, we forget those who are foraging garbage cans, checking out the throwaways from restaurants, Living in shelters, or even worse, joining the growing crowd of homeless standing on city corners, trusting in the generosity of strangers who zoom by in their air conditioned cars with heat warmers in their car seats during winter. I want you to listen to this very short anecdote. A teacher in Minnesota asked his class, how many of you had breakfast this morning? As he expected, only a few of them raised their hands. So he continued, how many of you skipped breakfast this morning because you don't like breakfast? Lots of hands went up. How many of you skipped breakfast because you didn't have time for it? Hands went up again. He was pretty sure by then that the remaining children hadn't eaten, but he didn't want to ask them about poverty. So he asked, how many of you skip breakfast because your family doesn't eat breakfast? A few more hands went up. He noticed a small boy in the middle of the classroom whose hand had not yet gone up. Thinking that the boy hadn't understood, he asked, and why didn't you have breakfast this morning? The boy replied, his face serious, sir, we don't have a lot of food in our house, so we have to take turns, and today it wasn't my turn. The importance of enjoying regularly scheduled family meals cannot be overemphasized. Hopefully we can all find ways to make that happen. So at this Thanksgiving and other meals throughout the year, let us understand that we not only carve the meat, we can also carve out family meal times on a regular basis. We need to remember that we may not have have it all together, but together we may have it all. I wish all of you a very enjoyable and meaningful Thanksgiving Day.